This is Miller's Edge on Tide The Miller's Ed. Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Yeah, yeah, drinking dope, turn me to a superhero, yeah, yeah, hit that pill, turn me to a superhero, yeah, boom, my 90s, turn me to a superhero, yeah, metro, yeah, metro, don't trust you, Welcome, everybody. It is a Monday edition of the Miller's Edge here on the Tide 100.9. 12.30 a.m. WTBC. We are the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Good day. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a very good weekend. A lot of things in sports to talk about, especially right there locally in Tuscaloosa, T-Town. We're going to get into a lot of good conversation about what's happening. We had the introduction of the new head football coach and Caleb DeBoer. He's now uh, in T-Town. He's working, trying to get his staff all settled. We'll talk about that what that means, what that looks like, all that good stuff. So we got that to chime into on the program today. Of course, the biggest news going to, or the biggest conversation, I should say, will come from T-Rob. What is that going to look like? Will he be in Alabama? Can they bring him back? Will he stay uh, at the enemy over at Georgia with Kirby Smart? So we'll give you our thoughts on that as well during the course of the show. And if he's not the guy, then who? Because we all uh, believe that that is a big, big deal to talk about. We got NFL to talk about. The playoffs is on and popping right now. A lot of great games to get into uh, that happened on yesterday. Games tonight, double games tonight here on Monday Night Football that we can talk about if you're in the mood. So we got a lot of stuff to do. And you know what's good about it? Christian Miller, who's in Tuscaloosa, Noah Haynes producing the show. Guys, That we got an extra hour on the new Miller's Edge. We're so thankful. We're so blessed. Yes, We're gracious. Uh, that uh, a lot of many of you have been emailing, telling us on the phone you love the show, you want more, and the good folks there that run the station uh, over off Skyler Boulevard said we agree. And here we are uh, every day, twelve to two. You can catch the Middle's Edge right here on your favorite Thai station, Thai one hundred point nine, twelve thirty a.m. WTBC every single day, and download that free app if you will, please. Thai one hundred point nine. And you can ask questions there. We love to use that as another format to engage with our people. We'll take your phone calls, 205-342-9904 is the number for the program. And then, of course, you can hit us up on all of our socials uh, throughout the day, even on YouTube. We have that up and rolling. Christian will tell you more about that, how if you're not in the area, if you want to look at us live, we're live. Hey, yep. how you doing on YouTube? So you can talk to us there. Noah's doing a great job handling that, too. 
As well, let's take it down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Boys, happy Monday to you. Hope you're doing well. Oh, we're doing great, man. I'm fired up. I'm excited. Because uh, I'll be honest, man, like you just mentioned, it's our new time, 12 to 2. We're so grateful for all of our listeners um, and supporters who have made this possible. We've gotten a lot of strong feedback, everybody. Uh, wanting to hear more and more. We've brought it over to YouTube, uh, doing our Miller's Edge Extra. Uh, but we've been, you know, gracious enough to, um, the, you know, the, at least the folks, excuse me, the folks at Tide 100.9 are gracious enough to extend our show, give us another hour. And uh, we're just super excited for that. And as you can see, like you just mentioned, we also are live on our YouTube. So now we have a live stream where you can see us doing the radio show live. So you can check that out here. And uh, I can see all your questions on YouTube as well. Or you can uh, type questions on the app. So we're going to be, hitting it from, you know, all different angles, right? So if you want to leave questions here on our YouTube uh, feed, you can do that. I'll try to get to them on the show as well. But just super excited for um, the growth and expansion that we have in store uh, right now. And it's, it's just a very exciting time right here for us at the Miller's Edge and all of you guys. So thank you so much for making all this possible. With that being said, you did uh, nail it. There's a lot of rumors swirling, a lot of talk, and we're going to dive into that. Luckily, we have a lot more time to do that now. But first and foremost, I want to thank our presenting sponsor, the Good Feet Store. If you're in any type of pain, foot pain, knee pain, or back pain, head on over to the Good Feet Store. They helped me and my dad out tremendously. We played football for years. We deal with all types of aches and pains. But thanks to the Good Feet Store and those premium art supports, they've, they've got that covered. They're designed to eliminate and alleviate that pain. So go check them out. It's try before you buy. You've got nothing to lose. It's a Midtown Village. Or you can always go to goodfeet.com to schedule an appointment. Again, that's Good Feet, improving the quality of people's lives two feet at a time. Man, this is exciting, man. I'm, I'm looking at our feed. We've got everybody in here. We got Noah, and thank you to Noah. We got to say a big thank you to, and shout out to Noah, our producer engineer, for getting helping us get this set up, man. He is awesome. Good I, job, I, Noah. Thank you. I thank brought you. it to him on the spot. I said, "Look, man, I want to, I want to simultaneously cast our YouTube show. That way, we have our YouTube family listen to the radio show, marry the two, and this is so far so good as fall. It's big thanks to Noah behind the glass, but." That being said, man, where do we start, man? Because there's a lot to talk well, about. <laughs> well, I've got to give him a little bit more in, intro because, you know, we a new format here. we got an extra break during the course of the hour. But coming up in the second break, so you must know this, good friend of mine, SEC Network, ESPN, Roman Harper, former Alabama Crimson Tide Safety, uh, played in New Orleans Saints, uh, loaned a decade or so in the National Football League, will join us coming up here in the second break of the program, 1220 Central Time, will join us to talk about what's happening at Alabama, uh, his thoughts on the new coach, Kalen DeBoer. So we'll hear from a guy that played at Alabama, covers the SEC, covers Alabama, we'll get his thoughts. So uh, we'll hear from him coming up here in the uh, second hour, I'm um, excuse me, second break of the program. Let's get right to it, guys. Let's talk real quick here about Tavarius Robinson, because he is the lead story of our program today, because everybody, I mean, I was on X, I mean, you guys on X put me to sleep last night. Christian texted me, I don't know, it must have been about 12, 30, 1, 30 my time. I woke up and I saw I had to text from him. First, I'm a little worried, but he's like, are you listening? And I'm like, yeah, I was listening to a Twitter feed and all it was about was Tavarius Robinson, T-Rob, as you would like to call him. Is he staying as he go? I mean, multiple reports, I got reports he would He's met with Kalen DeBoer. He interviewed officially, I guess, for the job. I know he has already talked to Kalen DeBoer. I knew that already, but this was an official, I guess, interview to become the defensive coordinator uh, for for, for uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Here's my thoughts, Christian, and I know we got to be quick on these points, but here's what he has to deal with. A couple of things. One, T-Rob is connected to Will Muschamp. 
Will Muschamp yep. is going to be as whatever role they kind of, it doesn't really matter because they play with the language, right? They play with it to, so people can get paid and do what they need to do. He still will be involved. But T-Rob is Will Muschamp's guy. He was with them at Florida. He was with them at Auburn. He was with them at South Carolina, which when I met him and got to know him very well here. He is about relationships. And you heard me say about this the whole time. These things are deeper than money. They're deeper than a lot of other stuff. This is about relationships. So if he just says, hey, I love these kids. I got to go back to Alabama. What is he going to do to that relationship with Will Muschamp and Kirby Smart? He's going to a team that's probably going to be preseason ranked number one. That's won a two national championships out of the last three years. That people are going to predict them to probably be the front runners to win it again. Your relationship, a guy that has taken care of you, brought you up through the ranks, so to speak. I'm telling you, in coaching and in this sport, Right? Those ties mean something. And that's just the very thing to me that's going to keep him in Georgia. I had nothing official, but if I had, if I was a betting man, you best believe I'm saying T-Rob's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because he understands Kirby's young. You know, he's young. And he's got a long time. These are SEC people that he knows that he recruited with and against. So... Would it make sense for him to to take Alabama job? I understand what you're saying as a fan. You know, that he can have all the responsibility. You bring in DJ Jerkin, who DJ Jerkin, I think that's right, Durkin, Durkin. who has been the, the office coordinator at Ole Miss. He's been at AM. He's been around, right? He was at Florida as well. Um, so listen, man. If if I'm T Rob, I'm looking at the relationship, Christian. I'm going, hey, do I want to break this bond? something that's going to carry me down the road and my SEC ties, this part of the country ties, I promise you that's what he's looking at. He's looking at that. He's looking at, hey, I don't want to break this because these are the dudes that gave me a chance. These are the dudes that brought me up. I know it's Alabama, but Nick Saban's not there no more. This is a new guy in Kalen DeBoer that I have no relationship prior. I have nothing to do with. So when you look at it from that standpoint, He's not going to break that bond, I don't think. Unless, point two. Money. Oh, money. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it has to be enough money to say, you know what, for me to break this relationship, for me to give up on my old dogs, right, my old coaches, and say, hey, I'm going to leave y'all over here and I'm going to take this in Alabama, I better have some security, meaning I better have a lot of money sitting there because they probably not going to fool with me after this. And if you don't work out, bro, which is there's a possibility because the guy that takes the job of a GOAT, the the probability of him succeeding is not very high. Mm. So if I take this job, I better have millions upon millions of security. Right. And if not, if you're not willing to invest in me to that standpoint where if something goes awry and I'm good, I ain't taking this job. So therefore, I think... Kirby Smart's, I mean, excuse me, T-Rob stays in Alabama, excuse me, uh, Georgia and not Alabama. All these things get so confusing now. Sure. I believe T-Rob stays where he's at in Georgia and Athens and say, man, thank you, but no thank you. Yeah, I agree. I think you, you hit everything, so I'm not going to add too much to that. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it makes sense, right? Yes, he, he did come back and interview for the job, but... You know, I think it's one of those things where I think Georgia was already pursuing him. You know, Coach Saban retires. um, And then, unfortunately, things moved so quickly that, um, you know, he had it lined up with Georgia and they gave him a great offer. And unfortunately, I don't think we 
acted fast enough. And I know people are like, well, what do you mean? He only had, you know, 36 hours or so. But when I say that, I mean, look, that should have been one of the priorities off the rip, right? Like, hey, we're going to hire you. You've got to retain some of these guys yeah. that are invaluable to this program right now and to this roster in our recruiting. And unfortunately, I think Georgia just was, they, they jumped it. And with that being said, yeah, I mean, I think even though 36 hours is, is not a lot of time, it, 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 <laughs> it, it, we didn't act fast enough. And, um, you know, T-Rob, you know, in, in this situation, I think you, you nailed it. You're talking about some, some long-tenured relationships, right? That, that's, that's hard to burn that bridge. And you said it. I mean, if you burn a bridge with Kirby and Muschamp, those guys over there, you know, by kind of reneging on that, I, that that's tough to do. So he's in a tough spot, uh, but I agree with you. I, I do feel that um, more than likely he's going to stay put. I mean, that's what most of these reports are saying. You know, it, you know, I, I, I'm – it almost is like, dang, man, if, I hate he almost that he came back to interview because then it's like, man, we almost we were excited like that there was some hope. But um, I, I think Georgia is going to match or, you know, go above and beyond anything that we would offer. If I'm being honest with you, I know other than the title. Now, clearly we gave him, if, from my understanding, probably gave him a full defensive coordinator title. However, Georgia's probably just they're, they're going to say, hey, you know, it's going to say co-defensive coordinator, but we're going to give you the keys to this. We're going to, you know, up your, your pay here. Um, they're going to do everything they can to keep him because, look, man, the guy's a hell of a football coach, hell of a recruiter. They they know how valuable he is to to a coaching staff, to a team in terms of, you know, being able to get guys, keep those guys around because that's, that's the type of coach he is. I mean, T-Rob is one of those guys. He's a father figure to a lot of players. He's funny. He's relatable. People just love him. They gravitate towards him. And, and Georgia knows that. We know that. I just wish that we were able to, to act just a little bit quicker or, give him some more security before uh, he headed on that plane to Athens. But it is what it is at this point. You just got to, you got to live with it for whatever it is. Just like you got to live with some of these recruits and not, not even recruits, excuse me, guys that enter the portal. We'll talk about that as well, but I know yeah. we got to go ahead and hit break. Cause we got Roman Harper of ESPN coming up shortly. So we'll, we'll get his thoughts on a lot of this stuff too. Well, you know, you said it right. Uh, you know, and I said last week, guys, my first order of business would have been for Kalen DeBoer was to, scout my staff and find out from Greg Byrne and Nick Saban and say, who is a must on your staff that I got to keep? Who is the guy that's been going out? Who is your Mr. Morgan of, of, of this team that, that, that's that been getting these kids here? Where is that relationship? Who's that guy? And that's where he dropped his first ball. He didn't do that, and he waited too late because Nick Saban would have said to him, you must and I mean absolutely must keep T-Rob and make him your coordinator because he is the glue that's going to hold your locker room together. He is that glue that's going to keep guys from bolting, right? And um, he didn't do that, so therefore I think he waited too late. I hope I'm wrong. Well, well I, don't I don't think, think it was so. just him either, though. I, I honestly think it was even more so. I mean, not putting it on Greg Byrne, but I think collectively – they should have, because yes. you know what I mean. Because he's coming from, he's got a lot of moving pieces as well. It's hard for Kalen the board to say, "Hey, I need to keep this guy after he's moving uh, his family, gonna, getting if, on a plane." If you're taking this kind of job when you don't know nobody, and I'm you're not the country. You you better learn. No, what you I need mean to no. Do. He, he did, but I'm just saying I don't I don't think he realized how swiftly he had to move. So I'm, I'm not going to yeah. put as much on him. I would say more so the people that were around here probably should have told him in those meetings, "Hey, man, when we right. hire you, this guy needs to be around." That's all I'm saying. All right, we got to hit a break. Hello to John Jones, a good friend, watching us and listening to the show right here in Columbia, South Carolina. Well, it's Lexington, South Carolina, from the Maduro Room. My good friends over there, miss you, boys. 
I hope you're doing well. Appreciate you watching The Middle's Edge from right here in Lexington, South Carolina. Now, we had a timeout. We come back from the break. We hear from former Alabama Crimson Tide safety NFL Roman Harper of the SEC Network slash ESPN. And we'll get his thoughts about the hire, just about what's happening in Tuscaloosa. That's all coming up right here on the Middle's Edge. It's a Monday edition. We're going to tie 100.9, AM WTBC. We'll be back in a moment. Here's a Town Square Media winter weather update, seeing a winter weather advisory and then also a hard freeze warning that kicks in tonight. Now, we will see chances for the rain and freezing rain and sleet a little farther to the north throughout the day, maybe a tenth of an inch of ice. Farther south you go, it will be tonight before we start to see the rain or freezing rain, maybe a light glaze there, and then temperatures get cold. Tuesday night's overnight low dropping back anywhere from the upper single digits to near the low teens. I'm Jeff Eno at the Weather Channel. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. This here's a jam for all the fellas. Here's the time. Oh, what time is it here? 121 on the East Coast in Columbia, South Carolina. Corey Miller, the pastor of Paint Along with the Son, Christian Miller, Noah Haynes producing the show let's head out to the guest lines and i'm so thrilled as i am always to talk about my good friend who has a lot more knowledge than i do played for the alabama crimson Tide, former strong safety for the nfl the saints and the panthers now he's a man of 50 grand you see him all over uh where it just means more the sec network roman harper is our guest here on the edge roman happy monday brother Well, I think we might uh, be working to still get Roman tu- uh, <laughs> tuned in, so we'll, we'll work on that. Um, we had we him, that. I think we dropped him, but go ahead. Is he up there, uh, Noah? This is live radio at his best. Joe five three four two ninety nine on four. Don't lose that number because we we were taking some calls here in just a moment. We don't let Noah get uh, Roman up again. I've got, I've got Noah years. doing a million things at once. So the International <laughs> Football League, we're doing something. Let's give it a test now. We got it. Should, can you guys hear me? Roman, are you there, there buddy? Okay, yeah. I was hearing you guys. Okay, I don't know good. what happened. I gave you such an amazing introduction. I talked about oh, the I heard strong... You heard that? Okay, <laughs> long as you heard it, brother. As long as I did yeah. you the service. long as I did right by you, that's all that matters. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Just uh, sitting here, my wife is coaching up my kids in basketball. I mean, she's a tiger mom, so she actually just elbowed me and said, like, this is how you should do some stuff. So just trying to survive the car ride. <laughs> Listen, so you stick to the football. Mom does the basketball with the kids. See, see I would have been different because I was a two-sport athlete. Well, I was oh, like here a we go. Athlete. Here we go. You know, so I, I kind of had Roman. my hand. Here it comes. <laughs> Christian, I knew it was coming at some point. Oh, yeah, you know it's coming. He, he's, he's got to start talking about all his many talents, Roman. It's coming at some point. <laughs> Roman, I'm an old head. You better rob me, bro. You know how I roll. But listen, man, let's no, get right into I've it. Been, I've been in that yeah. room when it was like you, LT, and all the others. It's like, oh, my God. At, at this Christian, point, I'm like, Christian don't even like understand 30. all the stories, right? Yeah. It was 3 a.m. I was like, I got to go. Was like, <laughs> they, were, they were just starting up. They were still rolling. Oh, I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not shocked. That's for sure, bro. That, that's not even a lie, bro. You get to celeb golf events and 
man, we all old heads hanging out, getting beside a fire, you know, fire pit, the cigar, and it was like, here we go. And you know there's going to be some truth to some stories, but a bunch of lies. That's for sure. <laughs> 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 all right, man. Listen, now I'm just be real clear. What was your thoughts on the hire with Alabama? I know you you was uh, tuned in. You, you guys covered it a lot. What was your overall thoughts? So, number one, I, I wanted them to promote with from within. I, I just, you know, as I'm going back through research, uh, I was sitting up there with Paul Feinbaum, spending time with him uh, on a couple different TV shows. And I'm, I don't know if anybody's ever, like, it's never worked to replace the GOAT. So, mm. it's just the odds are not in your favor. And, and the only time I've seen them kind of work in the past is, when they promoted from within. Now, I was looking at T-Rob. I was looking at a couple other guys, but I, I thought that's with the direction where, you know, I, the success rate in this was not going to be high anyway. So, but if you, from what I've noticed or studied, from, to hire from within was usually the best way that they've gotten it right measurably the time that it's actually been somewhat successful. And none have been truly successful because all the coaches are gone within three or four years besides Tommy Osborne in Nebraska, the Miami days in the 80s, um, and John Wooden, I think his successor took him to the final four and then lost in the second round of, in the tournament and then they fired him. So it's, uh, it's been really hard to do. And so, but the thing was, I didn't think Kalen DeBorg was even on the menu. So knowing that his success, he's a great coach, the X's and O's, all these things are going to be good. But for me, the only question mark is, can he recruit Alabama and in the South? Because we all know. It doesn't matter about your X's and O's if you don't have the Jimmys and Joes to run it. And if you're behind in recruiting in the SEC, you ain't going to win. I don't see anybody that loses in recruiting rankings and then still win at a high rate. It just doesn't happen. Hmm. Yeah, and, and that's why we had been you know, adamant on retaining a guy like T-Rob, Traveris Robinson, because you know, not only is he a great football coach, but we know he excels in recruiting and not just recruiting, but, you know, recruiting this locker room right now, right? Because we're seeing a lot yeah. of guys hit the portal. You know, they're, they're not necessarily familiar with Coach DeBoer and his staff. So we thought that was pretty important. Unfortunately, like he got away. Now there's some rumblings that, you know, he, he interviewed for the D.C. job. We'll see where that goes. But, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts there? If, if they don't land T-Rob uh, to come back as defensive coordinator, do you have any idea on, on what direction they might go as the defensive coordinator for the University of Alabama? Because I think that's going to be huge. We know Washington has, you know, you know, good offense. They're, they're known for their offense and their philosophies of bringing in Grubb and those guys. But defensively, they've struggled. And, you know, if they don't get T-Rob, then who, Roman? I do. I, that's the million-dollar question. Um, I'm looking forward to trying to hear it out because I don't know myself. I, that's why I, I let off what I said. I, I think it's that important. And, uh, and you can't, you already lost Isaiah Bond. Look, he said it's a business decision. I mean, the business is a Lamborghini. I ain't mad at him. But you can't lose a, a kid like, <laughs> you can't lose a kid like Caleb Downs. You already stole him from the University of Georgia. You can't let him go back. And so you, you got impact players at young ages. And we already know Alabama's roster naturally is already thin because the best players only stay three years. So, and then you invite into transfer portal and all the other things. So you're not going to have a very deep roster. That's understandable. But you got to be able to get some of these other things right. And the guys that you got that impact your team, you got to get them to stay because they're your future leaders and you don't have enough time to recruit again. And so it's just going to be really, really tough to do that. I think the next hire, the D.C. hire will be big. And it's going to dictate who stays, who goes, because they all have 30 days to make up their decision whether they want to go or not. So 
It's really, really important to get this next move right. I think Caleb DeBorg understands that. And I think they need as many hands on deck to be able to recruit the South as possible because we already saw one of the five-star wide receivers that was going to sign in the next signing class, the one that reclassified up, he just decommitted. And so, and then you saw another wide receiver from the next year's class decommitted. And the biggest difference, uh, Christian, from when I was playing and when you were playing and when these kids are now is that, you know, I chose Alabama because of Alabama, the history, the legacy, all the great, these young men, they choose Alabama to go play for Nick Saban. And Nick Saban's not there anymore. Right. So why am I going to Alabama at this point when I'm still getting offers from everywhere? Yeah, and that's, that's what I, you know, I'm glad you're saying this from it because I've been saying this. And I want people to understand I'm not, you know, just like you. That's why I can appreciate we're not going to be, you know, I hate to say it like this, but fanboy reporters and covering the team, right? We, we tell it from what we see <laughs> and what we know. Yeah. And they want to they want to tell you based on what their heart feels. We're telling you the real. Because, you know, if you don't have those relationships, and I, I talked about recruiting, like, oh, but he recruited, look, he went to the national championship. That's a, a whole different area. But the reality is he didn't win the national championship. And, you know, and, and, and when you talk about their defense, they gave up 300-plus yards rushing the football. They lost the line of scrimmage even with this Joe Moore award-winning offensive line. So it's, it's championship or bust at Alabama. It's not 9 to 12, you know, 9, 10, 11 wins and maybe make the playoffs. But if you got you won and done, that's not good enough. So how can he change, I think, this fan base thinking? Because Nick isn't there. This is a new regime. This is a new era. They have to learn to move on from that. Yeah, it's going to be hard. They're not going to want to move on. And we got to be honest. You know, Alabama lost two games the last two out of the last three years, and the freaking sky was falling. And that was under yeah. Nick Saban. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, let's not forget who we are as fans of Alabama. That's who they are. That is the standard. And uh, and and Pastor Corey Miller right here. I mean, he's all in on Bama, and he didn't even go there, but he's all in. <laughs> right? He's all in, and he's been all in for years now. And so, yeah. this is what you've done. This is what you've created and built. And so how does this legacy continue to stay at the highest level? I don't know if it does, but we'll see how everybody, everybody says they're going to be good. It's the same way my wife's like, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I'll change this or do that. And it doesn't change. I mean, we'll see what happens when we go through the moment. I know words are easy, but actions is what really matter. It's going to be interesting to see. He's going to have his struggles. Um, but I'm really looking forward to meeting this man. He's been successful at all levels. And you got to give him time on task. And it's going to be really, really interesting because the rosters have to fit too. What yep. is he going to try and do offensively, defensively, and does it fit the roster that Alabama has constructed under Nick Saban the last couple of years? I do not know that. All that's waiting to be seen, but it's really, really interesting because there's going to be a lot of moving parts in today's college football. Yeah, no, there really is. And I'll say I was at the, you know, his press conference and I didn't get to personally speak to him. He was being pulled, you know, left, right, north and south. But, um, you know, he seems like a genuine guy. Obviously, he's a good football yeah. coach. You said it. He wins on, on all levels. So I'm excited. But we all know, like y'all both said, you know, the standard here is championship or bust. And and yeah. I, I hate this form because we, we all know with these guys leaving, that makes it even harder to win immediately. And so he's got to really hit the ground running because, let's face it, if he's not winning in the first couple years uh, to, a, to, a, to a degree that we're expecting – 
things can get a little ugly around here. We know the standard that's been set here. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, that he's able to excel in this job, but it's definitely not going to be easy. Real quick, Roman, I just want to ask you, and I know we don't have a, a magic crystal ball, but, you know, what, what are your thoughts if you had to predict this first season uh, with Alabama under, you know, Coach DeBoer? How do you how do you see it going? What do you think this this because, yeah, you know, they opened SEC play with Georgia at home. You know, you go on the road. I think you go to Oklahoma. So, I mean, there's some difficult games here. I mean, what would you predict the, uh, the record to be this season? You know, I, for me, it's all about a race to 10 wins. If they can get 10 wins, I think it's a successful season. Um, and shoot, 10 wins in the SEC might give you a chance in the playoffs. Exactly. And so those are the things, the check marks that you got to win. And we'll see. And, you know, it's going to be the first test versus Georgia. I can't wait to see what happens, <laughs> win or lose. Yeah, it's going to be smoke in the city. I mean, I have no idea what's going to happen. I just don't know. I don't know what this Alabama team is going to look like. Um, I don't know what Georgia's team is going to look like next year. I just college continues to change year after year. I'm really excited, just in the fact that like I know how good of a coach he is, and the fact that he's excited to have to replace Nick Saban. Nick Saban's going to have a little office somewhere in the stadium. Like, mm-hmm. just everything's going to look and feel just a little bit differently. And I, I applaud Greg Byrne, the AD, because, you know, this is a tough decision. And, like, just being honest, I texted him. I said, dude, you're not going to be able to get this right. Like, I I just don't see how you get it right. I, I, just, I just can't imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't. I, and this is his first football hire. And so when you're at a football school, you get to just float on the radar. And I talk to him all the time. And I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, dude, I'm, I'm on top of the world. I'm at a football school, and I got the best coach in college football history. Like, I cannot complain. Mm. And so now he might have to complain a little bit here and there. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I think it's a race to 10 wins. You got to get there first. And uh, if you can get 10, 10 wins, uh, the season's still going. But it's going to be tough. And I want to see how this team looks, feels under this new regime. And, of course, like you said, Christian, they have got to nail down to D.C. in the next Really soon. I'm not going to get put a time on it. I think about the time we get off the show. I think Rome about time. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say 48 hours. I was going to say 48 hours, but it needs to happen, though. uh, And the the vultures are out. The vultures are out. They are trying to pick and purge off this roster because they all know you can do it. And they're not going to be the coaches doing it. It's going to be other players and them, them people reaching back to the high school coaches to get in touch with players. I call it shark-infested waters here in the southeast, and people don't know how hard it is. I mean, and everything that goes on recruiting here, man, it's it's going to be tough. We definitely pulling for them. I'm like you said, I'm I'm a South Carolina alum in the Hall of Fame here at the University of South Carolina, but I pull for Bama all the time, you know. So, but it's like, man, I, I have to tell the truth. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about recruiting. I'm a little nervous about the defense. But real quick before we let you go, okay, if. I heard you say, you know, the whole uh, Lambeau thing, you don't blame Isaiah Bond. I did a post yesterday on our Mills Edge Extra on YouTube that fans need to get off these kids and stop, you know, DMing them and all this when they're not they're leaving, and I agree with that. But if you were playing right now, would it be about the money? Because I know you probably grew up like me, right? We have a lot of loose nickels laying around, and if somebody's putting some cash in your face, do you, do you entertain it, or do you say, I'm loyal? To the logo. Well, like I said, I mean, most of these kids came to Alabama not for the logo. They came for Nick Saban. So that's got to be understanding what they chose to go there for. And you're right. I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I think that's also the downfall of a lot of these kids is because a lot of the kids didn't grow up with money. Their parents ain't got a lot of money. 
So new money hits a little bit different than old money, and it spins differently, and it doesn't really make that big of a deal, but they're excited about the new difference. So they're going to take the money more often than not. And so I, I think if the college money is so much smaller than the big-time money, and also what Alabama, once you graduate, what they're able to do for you. Um, so those are the things that I try and focus on. I would tell my kids, focus on who's going to make you the best version of yourself, and everything else will take care of itself. So that's my answer. But the Lambo is nice. I ain't mad. <laughs> I am not mad. I am you got to give mad. it back, though, bro. You, know, if you don't make it. You don't make it to the league, you got to give it back. Hand over them keys. Mm. <laughs> hey, it's fine. I don't want to pay for the insurance anyway. Oh, you, you said something then. You said something then. True, true. Old things like four grand in the Lamborghini. I don't want that. Yeah, see, I do you, not want the problem. You, you think like me, Roman. Hey, we, we think the same right there. The <laughs> yeah, car is nice, yeah. but I don't want everything that comes with it. Oh, the insurance. Yeah, I don't know if they I'm got good. property taxes in Texas, but all that stuff adds up, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah, right, that's my you. man, Roman Harper, man. We appreciate you so much. The SEC Network, former Tide, Safety, Panthers, Saints. The man's got it going on, but his wife is the real baller in the house because she's teaching <laughs> basketball. But we appreciate <laughs> you, man. on it, too. That's Thanks, right. guys. Appreciate it, man. All I right. can't wait to see y'all soon. Y'all be good. Anytime. Right, yes, sir. Appreciate you, well, my bro. friend. There he is, Roman Harper. Oh, great insight. That's why, I'm, you know, I love having guests like him because you hear it from another person. Similar to where I'm coming from, where Christian comes from a lot. And he said some of the same things. Quick time out. Don't forget, we're sponsored by the Good Store, America's art support experts. Go by Midtown Village if you're in Tuscaloosa. Check out Douglas and the gang. They'll take care of you. They'll let you try uh, before you buy. If, and if you need to relax, a nice day to get on the porch or get into the recliner. Go see my good friend Reagan at R&R Cigars, 27036 Street. He'll take care of you. Best flat screens, best recliners. If you're in the drink and having a couple pops, but they got the best bourbon, best selections in town. And yeah, they call you know pops. You know we call that Pop, you know, pops having a drink. Yeah, no, so he's from South Carolina, man. Come on, pops. I lived in New York, some brother. I know you did not just say that. Pop, what's wrong with you? Really, you get right, getting get confused oh, with your name. Hey, we we do we need to hit the. <laughs> no, it's so funny with <laughs> the sound. But we do need to hit the phone lines when we come back. Okay, we got a lot now of let me say that they said down here in the country. So, coach, here's what you need to say when you come down here from the West Coast. Yo, man, if you need a few of them drinks, yeah. you know, go over there to r and Get your cup of drinks. Soda. That good? That sound better? Sweet tea. Sweet tea. He needed he need to learn about some, some grits, some nice grits. Mel's Edge, we're on Taiwan 4.9. <laughs> the home of Alabama Christian Tide Sports. 1230 AM WTBC, back in a moment. <laughs> Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy and much colder periods of freezing rain this afternoon and tonight that will likely lead to some icy driving conditions. By tomorrow morning, we're expecting upper teens around 19. Tomorrow becoming partly sunny, we stay below freezing all day, the high 27. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Hi, my name is what? My name is My name is My name is Sadie. Hi, my name is Welcome back to Miller's Edge here on a Monday. Hope you're doing well. Appreciate Roman Harper, former Tide safety NFLer for the Saints and the Panthers now works, does a great, great job. Check him out on the SEC Network. I love him and Cole breaking down plays, putting up the film up there. We love watching that going on, so they do a really good job. 
Uh, that, again, not so... Um, I, Christian, I thought it was pretty funny. Not funny, but I, maybe shocking is the right word that he was wanting them to hire from within. And then, man, you talked about this. When you look at Alabama's coaching staff, one of the things that I know I have said that it was one of the reasons, I said this last night on our pod, that I thought Nick Saban, it forced him to retire a little bit earlier because he hasn't had that staff. When we think about all the guys that now are head coaches that came up under the Nick Saban tree, all the guys that have come even through the factory of healing, you know, like Sark, yep. Steve Sarkeesian, and like Jones. Lane Kiffin and Butch Jones, guys that even Loxley at New Mexico, you know, didn't play, didn't coach well, didn't have great things, but they came there and they got rehab. They got a touch. They got a touch of Coach Saban. Kind of like the church. They got a laying on of hands in the coaching world. Right. And uh, they were redeemed, right? And so when you look at this staff before Saban retired, T-Rob is obviously the biggest cog because of the recruiting prowess and the relationship with the players, right? And they his knowledge of defense. I'll be honest with you. I, I think I think they yeah, want to. The I think they want to. Well, I think they want to adopt some of our defensive philosophies. If I'm being honest with you, yeah, I, they should. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and whether that's you know completely yeah. uh, take those philosophies or you know just use some of that influence, they definitely would like to learn something about that. Because look, I'm telling you, if yeah. Washington had defense like ours, if we have Washington's offense last year, with our defense, defense wasn't great. See, come on, man. They were, I mean, let's they, be honest. They, they, I mean, when listen, you sound like ours, it's not the old school Alabama defense. Were they, Alabama were they, were they better than were they better than Washington's defense? Did they play much better? Did, did they shut Georgia down? I mean, I'm not saying they're perfect, yeah. but but come on, now they're they're a good defense. Don't do that, man. See, that's a, that's the problem. You said, but no, you, but you no, said no, like I'm saying because our yesteryear. But listen, our standard is set so high, like. Were they were they holding guys to under you know two and a half yards a rush? Listen, we got, we're in a new age of college football. Stats are going to look a little bit differently too. But I, I gave you the stats with our rushing defense. Don't make me do this again, man. We did Please a good job defending the run, oh, even against Michigan. Who? What? Oh, here he goes. Look, we did a good job defending the run against Michigan. Look at that, right? We did a good job, a great job against LSU, but. The quarterback rushed for all those scramble yards. Did we give up a touchdown run in, in overtime to win the game? Listen, I'm not saying we were perfect. I'm just saying statistically, if you want to look at statistics, you can't. You're the first one to say don't go off a of number. So don't let those numbers uh, fool they you. They tell part of the story, not the whole story. Right. I, again, we were not. We were. I never said we were perfect on defense, but at Alabama last year, we still had a good defense, much better but than much Washington's better than defense. Washington. So what yeah, I'm saying is, better. if you took our defense last season and paired that with Washington's offense, I mean, that's a that's a great recipe, man. That's a recipe for success. That's that's all I'm saying. I will say, though, uh, we do probably have to go to another break here in, in just a few minutes. So if you want to take one call, I say we take yeah, one sure. call, and then we're going to take no a break, problem. and then we'll, we'll do another one. So let's, let's head to the phone lines just real quick, because I know you guys have been patiently waiting, and we want to get you guys involved. So we'll have, uh, I think Tommy from Romulus is uh, going to be our first caller on our, on our new set. No, not Tommy. <laughs> yep, Tommy from Romulus. So Tommy, welcome <laughs> in to the new time uh, slot of the Miller's Edge. I would listen to Kerry them during the post show Saturday, mm-hmm. and they were saying all this. And all you said last week, I can't tell y'all yet, but something good coming down the line. Something good coming down the line. <laughs> Kerry spilled the beans. Well, well no, I'm glad. I'm glad he did. I was hoping to to say it on the show, but I just I never got it cleared. I was waiting to get it cleared, so I just was trying to be respectful and and, and whatnot. So that's all it was. But hey, we're here now, Tommy, and you're the first caller. So I'm I'm excited to have you as our first caller here on our new slot. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I'm glad I got another hour. Yes, sir. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. 
Yeah. So what are your well, thoughts with all this stuff, Tom? I know you got a lot, of, a lot to say about it. Well, there's going to be a lot of noise. And like I said last week, the, the other guy who comes on after you, I can't think of his name right now. <laughs> but, um, I'm like, it's going to be a lot of noise. Yep. It's going to be a lot of noise. Let the noise pass. I'm happy that what he got with his office coordinator, I wish we could keep T-Rod, but it don't look like that. And, you know, I, I was kind of, a lot of people that I talked to was mad about Mr. Bonds. I said, well, he's only 20 years old, and you drop something in front of him. I'm 62. You drop a lot of money on me. I might dance on your grave. I don't know. But, you know, let the young man do what's best for him. I mean, people say, I'm now not going to buy them print now because the last two guys we got all the winning print. So one is Louisville, the other one in Texas. That's a slap in the by my face. I went, no, it's a different beast now. Mm. I mean, kids are getting opportunity to help their parents. Like you say, y'all didn't come from a lot of money and the parents didn't have a lot of money. And they see this as an opportunity to help themselves and the parents. It's more complicated right. than just well you know Tommy you know what was I see Aaron Suttles a good friend of our show who's been on our show who runs Yay Alabama they've obviously is making a big push Greg uh, Byrne is totally the ADs behind this of the fans giving more money joining these uh, sites and things so they can invest more into the athlete or, or compete at least because let's just be real about it and we'll talk more about this for sure in hour number two because and I said this this morning, my little teaser for the show. As a former player, as an old schooler, you kind of hate what college football is right now. You hate it because it should not be this way, right? And and I think it it's, it's, it hurts from the standpoint, like Roman said, that kids don't have an allegiance to the to the the, 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 the A or to the Block C or to whatever your logo is and what school you like. Yep. They're not going to school for that anymore. They're going for school for money and the best opportunity to get me to the league for more money, right? That's what they're more interested in. And I know that's not every one of them, but the majority of them, that's where their mind is because they, they want to build their brand. They can sell stuff. They can drive. I mean, Isaiah Bond said, you want, I'm not mad at him. And I said this in our, our, our pod yesterday. I'm not mad. I mean, somebody will give me a Lamborghini or Lambo or whatever you call it, a Ferrari or what? The drive for free? I mean, I, and I, I was driving a $700 or $500, excuse me, Monte Carlo with my name painted <laughs> on the door. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go from that to, listen, you can say what you want, but you don't understand where these kids are coming from and what their, their life has been like. And it's hard. Nick Saban was that glue. T-Rob is that glue that keep guys, okay, but but they out here trying to raise money. I mean, if I'm Nick Saban, he owns dealerships. Bro, you better give some of them cars away. Mm. Lease them. Because yeah, I, I mean, promise you, everybody else is doing it. Well, see, here's a problem since I'm a lifelong Alabama fan. I'm going to say there's a problem here, and it's probably arrogance. That, oh, my God. Why go anywhere else? We're the best in Alabama. Well, now the money have gotten into it. Well, guess what? You're going to have to come off of that Benjamin in your hip pocket. More than one. Several. No. 
you know, people are not like that. I mean, you know, I can name me about every quarterback, every running back, ever played by Alabama. Well, that's my school. Right. I'm like the old Beach Boy song. Be true to your school like you would be to your girlfriend. I know I just butchered that song, but hey, I'm not a singer. <laughs> well, no, I mean, and that's why I'm kind of I'm torn because, you know, as somebody that came here, like Roman alluded to, you know, I wanted to play for Coach Saban. I wanted to play for this university with this rich tradition. I wanted to be a part of this legacy. And now that Coach Saban just retired, I'm, I'm seeing that like, man, I, it's like, you, you know, you don't know how good something is until it's gone. And then now that Coach Saban's retired, I'm like, man, I'm so grateful uh, for that, that I had that opportunity. I'm so blessed and, and proud of myself for, you know, taking this opportunity because, I mean, there'll, there there will never be another coach saving, and, and I'm one of those guys that I take pride in in those type of things, right? I take pride in the sentimental things, but unfortunately, nowadays with all these opportunities to grow brands and and make money while you're in college, look, I can't fault these guys either because believe it or not, I mean, not all these guys are going to get a, uh, get a chance to play on Sundays, and see, even if they do, who knows how long they play? So you can't blame them for taking advantage of these situations because I and I, and I highly doubt all of them are thinking like this but if it was me i would think hey man shoot six hundred thousand dollars seven hundred thousand a million dollars that can take you a long way if you properly invested and put in the right place and that's a, a nice security blanket if the nfl doesn't work out so i mean it, there, there's so many factors and there's there's a lot to talk about and we're going to talk about that this ne- next segment but tom we got to get the break real quick because we've been we've been running over a little bit so we appreciate you calling in thank you for being our first caller uh glad it was you because you're always you know so supportive of tommy our show man. so tommy tommy's is the, the guy man. so thank you so much tommy for, uh, for thanks, chatting tommy. With all right, have a great day. Talk to y'all later. Right, yes, bro. sir. Sounds good. We got good. more calls. We got more stuff to do. We got chats uh, we lined got up on YouTube. Time. Yeah, it, it, we got uh, 300 we, questions right there for well, sure. Well, I, was in, I need to get to this too. J.D. Long, he gave us two super chats over on YouTube. So thank you so much, J.D., for both those super chats. Just saying Roll Tide uh, to the Pastor Payne and Christian Miller. And uh, he thought the interview with Roman you, was Jamie. dope. So thank you so much, J.D., for that. And, and again, we're, we're going to try to get to as many questions on here, to your phones, the app messages. We're growing this thing, man. This thing, we're doing it now. The Miller's Edge is, is 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 really alive and in full effect. So appreciate everybody supporting and hanging out with us because this is exciting, man. We've got some really good stuff right. coming up. But we're going to head to break real quick, come back real briefly, and then we'll head to another break. But again, we're going to take phone calls, talk a lot about this stuff coming up in the second hour. Again, you're listening to the Miller's Edge right here on Tide 100.9, 1230 AM WTBC. Again, we are presented by the Good Feet Store, America's art sport experts. We'll be right back after a quick timeout. Here's a Town Square Media winter weather update, seeing a winter weather advisory and then also a hard freeze warning that kicks in tonight. Now, we will see chances for the rain and freezing rain and sleet a little farther to the north throughout the day, maybe a tenth of an inch of ice. Farther south you go, it will be tonight before we start to see the rain or freezing rain, maybe a light glaze there, and then temperatures get cold. Tuesday night's overnight low dropping back anywhere from the upper single digits to near the low teens. I'm Jeff Eno at the Weather Channel. Don't miss Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy and much colder periods of freezing rain this afternoon and tonight that will likely lead to some icy driving conditions. By tomorrow morning, we're expecting upper teens around 19. Tomorrow becoming partly sunny, we stay below freezing all day, the high 27. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Straight up. 
cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash out, cash out. And we're back on the edge on a Monday, 12:56, right before the top of the hour. 205-342-9904 is the number for the show. We got to, about a couple of minutes before we hit uh, the top of the hour break. So what we'll do right now, because we got messages coming in from our YouTube feed, and we ask you to, to download the free app, Tide 100.9, on your smartphone or your tablet, and you can leave a message there, which we every day we get several of those. So let's go to the best reader. He is the best reader in all of Alabama. <laughs> all of Alabama. He reads better than anybody, okay? And you're getting ready to witness Noah Haynes. Noah, we got app message. What we got, sir? That's right. We got an app message on the Tide 100.9 app from Buckethead in Ridge Spring. Buckethead <laughs> says, just found this app. Glad to be able to hear about the Tide in South Carolina. So he's hanging out in South Carolina, too. Just wanted to say hello to us and let us there know he got is. the app. South Carolina. Where is he from? Ridge Spring? Uh, Ridge Spring. That's what he said. Yeah. You familiar yeah, I with that? that is. Uh, I'm not yeah, too sure. Yeah, man. You know, see, in South Carolina, you get a bunch of, you know, little small little towns like mine. I'm from Paisley, South Carolina. You know, we are the watermelon capital of the world, so many of you across the globe probably have heard of Paisley. Uh, you know, before I that. Started, you know, before I was bossing on the field and stuff like that. But then you oh, have little towns goodness. like Rich Springs and Mount Crogan and Ruby, you know, a little small little... I mean, it really ain't... They call it a town, but there really isn't a town. They don't have no lights, no... They might have a mayor. Like, the mayor might be somebody's cousin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Red but, Springs but is out what, towards Aiken. That's what uh, John Jones is Yeah, well, that's near me. That's on the Columbia side. So if you go out 20, you know, like going towards Alabama, towards Aiken, you know, that way. Um, so it's probably off the little cut down there. What else we got, Mr. Haynes? Do we have any more on the app side? That, that's all on the app for now, but uh, as they come okay. in, I'll let you know. Sounds good. I'll get a quick YouTube one because we really only have okay. one minute for this next break. Uh Eric Anderson says, uh, I wouldn't panic about losing Isaiah Bond as long as we don't lose Caleb Downs. That's a great one. I should have saved that. And we'll, Look, we'll, we'll save some of that because we'll dive into that next hour. But um, Well, we got to talk about how Caleb, I think, is connected to T-Row. Mm, you just said that's that's a strong, strong statement there. So I want to talk more about that. So hold Eric. Yeah, because Eric, we're going to hold that. That's a good one. Because <laughs> that this could be a we get both or we keep none. Hmm. I'm just saying, the man's from Georgia, and uh, we stole him away from Kirby. That was a big one. And did he's, you see no Kirby? Doubt. Did you see Kirby go up to him after the championship, SEC championship game? Of course he did. You know <laughs> what Kirby said? You know we got some money here for you. Mm. That's yeah. what I'm telling you, and man. You know what's this crazy? Stuff? You know who, who was right behind him in that video? Who shook his hand right after uh, Caleb? T-Rob. I'm pretty sure it was Caleb, but then you see T-Rob walk up. Yeah. Football is dirty, man, and I, I want to talk more oh, about well, this. Oh, they weren't plotting be... right there. Come on now. They Listen, weren't plotting right we there. We know on, Kirby man. Smart is dirty. We're going to keep it real right here. Kirby Smart ain't never been like, he's a good dude, but he he definitely loves to live in the gray areas. Mm. I mean, if you don't think Kirby Smart is not Mr. Gray, there's something <laughs> wrong with you. I thought that was Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> well... Maybe we we had Alabama been a little bit too clean. Maybe we've been too nice. But let me mm. tell you, if you if Alabama gonna stay up here, we got to uh, bump a song, Noah. We got to talk about some songs about must be the money. Because <laughs> if Alabama gonna stay up here, one, unfortunately, y'all gotta 
Yeah, Alabama got to start. You got Alabama don't have the NIL like they don't have Texas money. They don't have Oregon money. They don't have Georgia money. I don't know. We got some. They don't. We got, Are they not? I've been, listen, I listen. I've been told we've got some 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 good. Some well, good they ain't backers. spending it. They ain't spending it. So anyway, top of the hour break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Alabama football, more about T. Rob, more about who is the next. We maybe throw some names out there. Uh, maybe if T. Rob's not the guy who will be that next guy, we'll talk about that. We'll take more of your phone calls. We got YouTube going on right here. Tons of people there. Tons of questions. Tons of a lot of great comments. We'll get to all of this and more on the middle's edge of the tide. 100.9, a.m. WTBC. We are the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Hour number two, just around the corner. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. Joe Allen Bede has 13 points, and the 76ers are beating the Rockets 42-23 to early in the second quarter. After missing 16 games, Warriors star Draymond Green is expected to make his return today against the Memphis Grizzlies. D'Angelo Russell is now questionable for the Lakers as they take on OKC. He is listed as questionable with a non-COVID illness. According to The Athletic, San Antonio's Victor Wenbanyama plans to commit to participate in the Skills Challenge at NBA All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. In the NFL, ESPN reports that Rams believe Tyler Higby suffered a torn ACL in Sunday's wildcard loss to the Lions. NFL media reports that Packers edge player Kingsley Enangbari is feared to have torn his ACL in yesterday's win over the Cowboys. And Jim Harbaugh will be in L.A. today to meet with the Chargers about their head coaching job. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Hour number two on the way here on the Miller's Edge on the Tide, 100.9, a.m. WTBC. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for hanging in here. We're excited. Our first hour number two of the year. So we're looking forward to many, many, many more to come. Uh, again, don't forget, you can call us, 205-342-9904. Download that free app, Tide 100.9. You can ask your questions there. You can join us on our YouTube uh, we got that going live. We got a ton of questions and comments there. So thanks for all the hundreds of folks that uh, are on there watching our show as well. We appreciate you. We appreciate all of the people here for embracing the Miller's Edge. Want to say thank you. We you know we don't take things like this lightly. It's a blessing from the Lord, and we really really do appreciate it. Been talking a lot about what's going on in Alabama in hour number one with uh, T. Rob. Looks like T. Rob will be headed or. I say head, headed back to Georgia, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, did he ever leave? I mean, I'm confused. No, I'm pretty sure he I flew mean, did there. he sign a contract? Did he never? I mean, what was he not signed? I don't get well, this whole Well, thing. think about it. I mean, you had, the, was it Coach Armstrong that came from 
where was the, the linebacker coach we hired? Was it last year? He was here for like a week, then took the coordinator job at Florida. I mean, That's this true. is way quicker than that. But I mean, I, I'm sure. I think T. Rob might have gone to Athens, interviewed, got you know, figured all that stuff out. Then he flew back I mean, here. They, they Georgia, Georgia said I knew defensive coordinator. Yeah, they yeah, no. It his Twitter had all that stuff. But here's the thing, man. I mean, it ain't nothing for these schools to send planes. I mean, they send these private planes back and forth all the time. So um, who knows where he's at right now? Maybe he's. Maybe he's in need yeah, of they place. Put, they put T-Rob on the system. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Like, he went on a private jet. He was on the system. He, 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 propellers and you know, all that good stuff. But nah, nah, I think, you know, he probably did sign. And then they just like, hey, you know what? We want to we wanna make you the guy. But again, we, as we talked about our number one, about the strong relationship that he has with Will Muschamp, former head coach of South Carolina and Florida and you know, help build them up and how strong those bonds are. When you're talking about a guy that's a Southeast guy in T-Rob, you don't want to mess those relationships up. Kirby's a young guy. You're with a team that's going to be picked to win a national championship. You're going to get Alabama players, which they've got one, right? A safety or somebody corner already. Uh, Here's the bottom line, guys. And and this is what I want to talk about. We will talk some NFL talk here too uh, this hour. Um, T-Rob, to me, was the one guy that's tied with Caleb Downs. He is responsible for the maturation of Caleb Downs. Caleb Downs had a phenomenal year. Caleb Downs, we can easily say, could have been our best defensive player as a freshman. I don't think anybody would argue with that. Well, the team tackles. I mean, right. Yeah, he made mistakes like in the in the... Rose Bowl, right? Not covering the guy in the flat, different things. We can go on that. Yeah, he did rookie freshman things. But I think we could argue maybe the best or definitely one of the top two or three best players on this Ties defense. He's from Georgia. T-Rob leaves. He has a strong relationship, as we know with T-Rob. You best believe, as I just showed you the video, I know those on the air can't see it, but I just showed you the video on our YouTube of T-Rob Pounding Caleb Dobbs after the loss in the SEC championship. Pounding T Rob. <laughs> right? So everybody now, you heard Roman say, who's I guess Roman Harper, SEC Network, hour number one. Everybody is plucking this, this shark infested waters of Alabama's roster. Everybody's at it. And I said the thing about Kalen DeBoer. I don't know what Kalen DeBoer. I'm not going to go out here and just because I'm a fan of Alabama and just say, well, you know, he had a great offense in Washington. He's won everywhere that he's been. He won three national championships at NAI. And he's, he's, I'm not going to be that guy. Because I know after years in this conference, not just Alabama, but in this conference and covering it from TV to radio, that you just don't walk up in here and it's just that easy. Especially when you have zero ties. You can say, tell me all of that. Yeah, but he did it over here. Yeah, he did that on the left coast, as they call it. And the left coast, the west coast, the Pacific Northwest, isn't Mississippi. It isn't Georgia. It isn't South Carolina. It's not North Carolina, not Alabama. It's not, it's different. And coaching ties and recruiting is huge. Because right here in South Carolina, one of the things, and Christian will tell you this, that we yelled at Steve Spurrier, one of the best coaches in the SEC ever, was he lacked 
having relationship with high school coaches. He lacked that, and it hurt him, and he 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 lost recruits for a while. But then somebody came along, and they they that understood recruiting and understood the, the importance of building a relationship, of showing your face, being around the program, you know, dabbing up them coaches, bringing them in, making relationships. Now you get kids. This guy hadn't done that. None, nobody on his staff hasn't done it, or maybe one guy, up to this degree, Christian. I mean, it's not going to be easy, and I'm not going to sit here. I hope he changes it quick. But it's not going to be easy if a lot of these folks that are on radio that has a microphone in front of them, their face or, or, or writing on a computer. Don't right. tell me what he did yesterday. Don't tell me what he did at Fresno, what he did. At, I don't care about This is going to be a new animal, and you best believe that. Right. But only only thing I'll, I'll say to that, and I, I, those are valid points. You're right. I mean, it, it is going to be uh, – Difficult, at least in the beginning. However, I think we're kind of blowing it out of proportion a little bit. I just, I think we're making it more than it needs to be. Is, is that a valid? I wouldn't. And I was listening to that. You mentioned that Twitter space is there, talking about oh, that's nothing to worry about. I'm like, oh no, there's something a little bit to worry about. And I wouldn't say to worry about, but that is a very valid point. As somebody who's been through the recruiting process, I mean, I was a top ranked player out of South Carolina. I, you know, had all the schools coming and talking to me and all that. And I understand how it works. You understand how it works. You're um, top 40. I mean, the ESPN had you in the country, top yeah. 30 or 40. Right. So I, I'm very well versed with the recruiting process. I know how it went for all my teammates. We were all at camps. We, look, with that being said, I mean, there is some truth to that when there's a coach from a different, you know, part geographically, and you might not necessarily have gotten to know him or his staff very well. There's like that introductory process, right? That that is true. However, uh, let's just let's just be honest. I mean, the guy is going to you know do what he needs to do to adapt. Now, having a guy like T. Rob and some of these um, tenured coaches who have been in the SEC, been in the Southeast, these guys that know the area, know the coaches, right? That helps that transition much quicker. But I, I fully expect uh, Coach DeBoer to make that transition to adapt to this recruiting culture. Um, you know, I, I don't know how soon that's going to be, but I, I, I truly believe that he will. He strikes me as a guy that that wants to. I just saw that he had Courtney Morgan, the the new player development guy or GM, whatever you want to call it, these roles. I mean, they they all call different things. He was already reaching out to high school coaches here in Alabama. That's the right start. So those are the things I feel like that aren't being talked about enough when we talk about oh, you know the you know it's going to be tough recruiting that. See, it is a hundred percent. It is going to be tough. I mean, you're, you're competing against Kirby Smart. You're competing against Lane Kiffin, right? All these guys that have been here. They know the coaches. They know the culture. They know everybody around here. It's going to be tough. But I definitely think retaining a guy like Freddie Roach, retaining a guy like you know Robert Gillespie attempting to retain T-Rob. That's the, the first step in the right direction. Now hearing that Courtney Morgan's already, already reaching out to high school coaches, that shows me that he's, he's taking the right steps uh, to, to be successful at recruiting. Because we all know, just like Roman said, if you can't recruit, you can't win. I don't care if you've you know, gone and turned other programs around. It doesn't work like that in the SEC, right? I mean, it, it's just a fact. You have to be able to get these guys. But I think they're on the right track. Uh, by already reaching out to some of these coaches and being able to to get guys, you know, uh, you know, familiar with them, it, it seems like they're going about that the right way. So that's just my only argument to that. I I agree with you. It isn't going to be easy, but I definitely think uh, they're taking the necessary steps. By the way, you was ranked number forty eight for ESPN overall, top three. Oh, thank you. That was nice. Well, that's pretty high. <laughs> I was, but you know, I was, the only team on your list that give you an offer was Vanderbilt. <laughs> 
Did, no, no, I think they might have offered me. I don't know. They if, they, 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 I don't know if it showed. No, I don't know if it showed it on there. No, 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 I don't know if it showed it on there because you know most of the time those recruiting services only put that when the players <laughs> tell them who offered them. It's not like they're speaking with the coaches. And you remember how I was? I didn't like talking to anybody. I so I had more offers and it showed. I just didn't really discuss it because I, I mean I was locked in on Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. There you go, right there. Culturally, man, I I was trying to stay down here. I wanted to be in familiar <laughs> territory, familiar coaches. Uh. So you bought Morgan, Mr. Morgan, the general manager. Hold <laughs> on, man. Why is he called a general manager? I, that, 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 I'm trying to figure that out, too. That in, col- in college football, that is a little weird to me. I'm not going. I'm not used to that. Because if that's the case, Why we might as well get that you, If you're pro sports, the general manager I know is like George Young, Ernie Corsi. You know, Lynch. these folks that, you know, even you can say Jerry Jones, because he's general manager of the Cow. I mean... How are you a general manager of a a college team? All right, man. What does that mean? Listen, it's player personnel. Player personnel. We'll just call it player personnel. We didn't didn't have that role initially. I mean, so it's just different. We'll get used to it. But we do have to take another time out. we got to get used to the quick schedule, kind of, you know, breaking uh, different times. But that being said, I promise we're going to get to the phone line. So we've got, I think, KJ up next. KJ's been waiting patiently, man. He's always got good stuff. So we'll get to KJ when we come out on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Miller's Edge right here on Tide 100.9. AM WT. They do contracts. They buy them contracts. We are the home of Alabama sports and we are presented by the Goodfeet Store. America's art support experts. We'll be right back after a quick timeout. KJ, coming right up. Here's a Town Square Media winter weather update, seeing a winter weather advisory and then also a hard freeze warning that kicks in tonight. Now, we will see chances for the rain and freezing rain and sleet a little farther to the north throughout the day, maybe a tenth of an inch of ice. Farther south you go, it will be tonight before we start to see the rain or freezing rain, maybe a light glaze there, and then temperatures get cold. Tuesday night's overnight low dropping back anywhere from the upper single digits to near the low teens. I'm Jeff Eno at the Weather Channel. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy and much colder periods of freezing rain this afternoon and tonight that will likely lead to some icy driving conditions. By tomorrow morning, we're expecting upper teens around 19. Tomorrow becoming partly sunny, we stay below freezing all day, the high 27. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Monday edition of the Middle's Edge on Tide 100.9, AM WTBC. Hope you're doing well. We're talking Bama, obviously. A lot of things happening. Look like T Rob is not going to stay in Tuscaloosa. Look like he probably is going to take the offer that's on the table for him at Georgia. A lot of folks are, are commenting on the, the app. Yeah, we got a super chat from uh, Coach Go West. It. It's a four ninety nine super chat. Appreciate you, man. He's over on our YouTube feed. He says, uh, I'm going to give the new coach a chance. I just hope he recruits uh, uh, to play kid, oh, excuse me, recruit kids to play SEC football, not to play Washington Husky football. So, uh, look, I mean, <laughs> yes. if they play Washington Husky offense, uh, I think that, that could be a good product. Uh, but defense, yeah, I think we... I think we need to stick to some SEC-style physical 
uh, fast, relentless, tough. You you know how it goes, right? If we, if we stick that on defense, we'll be good. But again, Coach West, appreciate you uh, with that super chat. I did say we're going to go to the phone line, so we need to do that. KJ's been waiting over an hour. KJ, I'm sorry you had to wait, brother, but... An hour? Yeah, he's been waiting Dang. an hour, man. He's been he's been waiting uh, patiently, hour, but listen. An hour is six minutes and 34 seconds. See, right he's no, on You know what? You're, you're it's a champ, worth it, though. Bro. It's worth it. I'll, I'm gonna get, I'll get you a hat for waiting so long. I'll, I'll find a way to send you a hat, man. Get with me on Yo. that, and I'll get you a hat. All right, but yo, but this is my this is my question, man. Um, I know that it seems like it feels like everybody's trying to you know go at DeBoer's head, but to me, he did the right thing. Like he, yo, like I went and I I knew how important he was. I came back and I brought him back to talk to me to give him what he wanted, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that it's a like to me that shows that he's relentlessly, yo, he's he can actually adapt. Right, right. Cause some people could be stuck in that wage and say, "No, nah, like it is what it, I've been with my DC for 25 years. It is what it is." Right. For him to show that, you know, oh, all right, let me, let me, let me, all right, let me try to figure out what's going on. Let's let's try to work this thing out. But here's the thing that I was probably like stepping in the lines game with both of you guys because I know you guys are T Rob guys. And I'm a T Rob guy too. But uh, to me, the first time you did it, I get it. Business decision. They didn't give you what you wanted, and you tell the players, "Hey, I gotta go." I get that. Now. The second time, you come back, you're around the players, they get excited, and then you rip it out of their hearts again. Like, to me now, it's like, okay, now you're doing this a little bit too much because why would you get these players excited thinking that you're coming back and then it's the same thing? Then you rip your heart. And to me, at the end of the day, he chose this relationship. Like you said, Corey, he, it was a pick a choice. You, you chose your relationship with, with um, Will Muschamp over your relationship with the players. And that's just the facts of the matter, in my opinion. Well, I think you're right, uh, KJ. Listen, I, I mean, this is kind of what, from what I know behind the scenes. Like we knew that. I know what T. Rob said. What he hit. What his conversation. Some of it with the players. I know how things went down. Right. Yeah. Before the first time, so there was conversation. There was all of that was there, but it wasn't like. We really need you. We can't afford to let you go. You know what I mean? Like it, it had to be like a, a desperate thing from Kalen DeBoer's part because he had already, Chris has said that we knew this Georgia thing was an issue beforehand, right? Because right. Um, that was a problem. So right. they didn't come at him right. You, they had, I mean, Greg Burns should have been more involved. Nick Saban should have been very involved in that's, this. And, and honestly, that's who I really blame. But, I mean, I can't blame the GOAT. But, you know what but I mean? No, 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 no. no. You day. can't blame him because he he should, if he's going to be a part of the program, in my opinion, that right there, he, that new guy's not going to sell T-Rock. But that's the, Corey, that's the initial reaction. That's the initial offer. The second offer, that cannot go on anybody but T-Rob. You, what you got these players decided, man. They cannot talk to Like, you got these players decided thinking you were coming. Now you know what, the, what they're saying is? At first it was, oh, this staff is messed up. Now the day they're saying, okay, you know what? This is a business. He, he really wasn't right with everything that he said because they gave him what he wanted. So what, what's not an issue? Well, listen, I said this with, with uh, Roman, who's on our show, SEC Network, earlier that I understand that how deep relationships are rooted here in the South when it comes right. to football and these coaches, right? And I don't know what the, what they gave offered him. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know what uh, what kind of dollar sign was there. But I know for him to make that decision to choose Bama, 
had to be very, very, because, because if you break that bond, you do know if it doesn't work out, because we don't know. It's all speculation. We think Caleb DeBoer is going to change things. We love the offense. We love what he did with Michael Penix Jr. We love all of that, the, how he has won at a high clip. We love the we. That's good. But we don't, reality is we don't know. We think, but we don't know. So, right. Okay. So what do you choose? I'm just telling you from my perspective, it would be, okay, if I break this relational bond that these guys have done brought me up through the ranks that done made me, oh. help make me somebody. And also, can I, and, can I, can I cut in yeah. right here too as well? Yeah, go for it. He is more valuable right now as he is after Nick Saban had him than when he, we hired him. When we hired him, Absolutely. nobody, they could have been, why didn't Kirby Smart hire him then? Mm. He was available then. So why now are you looking at? Why now is he so valuable? And so, yo, you got to give, at the end of the day, you got to, and me as a man, I'm going to say, you know what? Y'all didn't want me while I was hot. Now I'm hot. Now you're trying to lose me for my leverage with Caleb down. I'm smarter than that. But to him, it's just, I think it's his relationship with Will Muschamp. If Will Muschamp wasn't there, I think he would be the D.C. right now at Alabama. That's I fair. agree. And I, that's why I'm just telling you, I, I know them both of them very well. Right, from South Carolina. I feel like he chose his relationship over Will Muschamp. Over the no, he did. Will Muschamp is his guy. This is a business. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't going to leave Will Muschamp, even though Muschamp is moving on upstairs. But but it's it's it's, it's a lot. The players got to look at it and say that we may go to you know we can go to these coaches' office, joke it, kick and laugh. But at the end of the day, they're going to have to they're going to do what's best for them. They're not going. Everybody does. So Everybody does. Well, I was about to say, I mean, you just got to look at it perspective, from a perspective, too. I mean, if you had two job choices and one was with all your friends and all the guys that you know and the other was with, you know, a bunch of new people and maybe just a couple guys sprinkled in, I mean, you can't really blame them there either. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I, I'll be honest, I'd rather be in the comfort of all my familiar friends and, and colleagues. It's more than that. You just got to help. It's not just the work. I think he's a little low, Noah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah there it goes. There, there it goes. goes. We got you now. Oh, I was saying, I was saying that it, I feel like it's more than that. It's the relationship and the bond that you made with these players that you're raising up to be men. It's not just new friends. You're raising up men as players. Oh no, I get I it. I mean, because I was one of those players. But let me tell you this, though. I mean, I also had different coordinators every other year. It felt like when I was here, and I adapted just fine. I mean, it's it's really not the end of the world, KJ. If I'm being honest with you, my first year I had Lance Thompson. He used to get on my tail, then he left. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I really wasn't sweating it you much. You probably glad about that. <laughs> right. Right. Tosh McCoy <laughs> comes in, and, and and I'll be honest. I mean, our first couple of years together, I mean, it wasn't the best fit. I mean, but it was what it was. I You know, I respected him because he was my football coach, and then right. we, we grew together as time went on. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, I, I get the bond between the players, yeah. and I respect that. But at the same time, I mean, I experienced it where, I mean, Kevin Steele recruited me here. He was gone after my first year. Then Kirby left after my second year. I believe he helped recruit me. I was close with him. Pruitt came in. I ended up really enjoying him. So, I mean, you just got to learn that as a college football player, I mean, especially here at Alabama and other these, prom uh, excuse me, at other prominent programs, that's what you're going to have to get used to. Guys are going to come and go. And, you know, sometimes they have to do what they feel is best for Not themselves. Not so much anymore, though. Yeah. I think but it's it's that's why I respect yeah. guys. If guys, if a coach leaves, I respect their decision. If they want to enter the portal and leave because the coach had that right, so then the players should also have that right. And I think that's why it's would, fair um, to give them a window. 
I think, uh, Christian and Corey, what you didn't mention uh, that I that I think fans are not looking at, they keep on talking about bringing in different quarterbacks and quarterback competitions. You guys got to remember, these are kids, and they want to be around their friends. Right. A good friend of Kalen Downs is Jalen Milrow. It was him, Terry Onano, and those three was three amigos. You might not want to be trying to bring in quarterbacks to, for him to leave, because if he leaves, Caleb Downs has no reason to stay there at all. His you, friends are you gone. Said bringing his coach a quarterback gone. to this team, like this current team? They've been rumors that they may bring in real Rodgers or something like that. Who knows, man? It's oh, getting wow. crazy. Off Mississippi State uh, slash Washington. Now I'm back in the portal. That guy who broke all the records yeah. at Mississippi State, by the way, was a uh, uh, Coach Leach guy. Uh, really good. I'm just saying fans that, need to be careful what they're what they're asking for. Instead of hating, learn to embrace because you don't know yeah. what comes after that. That's true. All right, KJ. Appreciate the stuff. Appreciate good, it, good, brother. Feedback. Yeah, right, thank you for what, man. All right, have a all good right, no one. break. We'll come back. We'll take uh, more calls. We'll continue to read more. About- There's such a lot of intriguing stuff. I want to get to the NFL, but you know what? I, I like to go where things are hot, so we're going to keep it right here uh, because there are a lot of great things here that some of the fans are or uh, are saying here, too. We'll take some questions. We'll take some calls. All that good stuff right here on the Tide on the Monday edition of the Bill's Edge. Oh, boy. 101.9. It's the home. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 100. 100.9. 100.9, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's a big DM. I'm looking at something on here. 100.9 will be back. It's the home of Alabama Crypto Well, excuse me, y'all. I'm him. Back in a moment. Under the- this is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, welcome back to the Mills Edge. As we already told you, I even said it on yesterday, but I know a lot of you, if it's not from Four Letter Network or Chris Lowe, you kind of won't take what we say. But Chris Lowe, for those I have reported, is reporting that uh, T-Rob met with uh, the coaches Caleb the boy a couple hours yesterday in Tuscaloosa, which we told you that he was meeting there already before that they wrote this stuff. Um, and he has decided to stay in Georgia as the defense coordinator. So that ship has now sailed. So no more scuttlebutt if, when, maybe this, that, the third, T-Rob to Alabama. Well, that's not happening. He is staying in Georgia as the co-defensive coordinator with Glenn Schumann, another tighter. Alabama, uh, I guess the question would be now for Kalen DeBoer and his staff and Greg Byrne and whomever else, Nick Saban, uh, that gets involved in this, who should be the next defensive coordinator uh, for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And I'd love to ask you that that question. If you got your phone, just pick it up. Hit 205-342-9904. Uh, to, to, I, there's something everybody's going to throw names out there. You know, we can go out here. We can get DJ Durkin. We can go South Alabama. There's a report out there. The defensive coordinator for South Alabama. There's Names going to be coming from there. Everybody's going to give you their names, right? But we don't really know which way he goes. He, does he bring his old guy from Washington? Somebody's familiar with him. Might as well at this point. But we know that defense is a problem for this football team, that they struggle some. They were okay. They were Johnny on the spot. They they made stops when they had to. Um, but they're not a great defense. They need to definitely in this conference called the SEC where the trenches uh, is where it's at. You got to win in the trenches. You got to be good in the red zone. You got to be good at stopping the run. So they got to find the right guy for this job. Um, who say you? Who say you is the next guy? Who will be the defense coordinator 
for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, again, 205-342-9904. T-Rob is saying, uh, no, thank you. You want to get to the so, phone lines? We yeah, still got some people. Let's go to the phone. Who we got? We've got Biscuit Bruce, who's also been now waiting over an hour. Biscuit, we appreciate you waiting, man. Sorry for the wait. Well, you ain't telling thank me. You for being patient. Me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting to him. Welcome in, Biscuit. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas on January the 15th. <laughs> ho, ho. Hey, got- happy Martin Luther hey. King's Day, by the way. How, how did I forget that? <laughs> Hey, they finally got smart and, and got rid of the 12 to 2 show and put somebody on here that knows what the hell they're talking about. I'm, I'm sure, I mean, it's. Oh, thank you for the support. Yeah, I, look, yeah, I, 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 I definitely want to say, I mean, thanks to those guys because I was, you know, on the show with those, those guys. And, That's your old show. Wasn't yeah, the old show, Big New Sports, but uh, definitely yeah. appreciate those guys for, you know, letting me be yeah. on there. But, yeah, no, definitely excited for what's to come. But, but look, let's let's be totally honest, Christian. If we're gonna be honest, you, your dad's a preacher now. Hey, hey, all right, so, all right Biscuit Bruce. All right, okay, come on now. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna put you on the spot. No, sir, don't do but, that. <laughs> but, but, but I can voice my opinion, Kana. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, Corey, you said you're gonna talk about the NFL. Some you're already talking yeah. about the minor minor league NFL. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's, that, that is exactly what this has turned into. Now we got agents yeah. involved. Uh, oh. They ha- they have destroyed college football as we'll ever know it. True, true. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. don't understand. I, I don't know. It just. I listen. So Bruce, if this you is... pay a player, if you pay a player, how can he can consider to be amateur anymore? No, there's there's no more amateurism. You can forget that. No. Don't tell me it's an amateur yeah. sport, not football. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's, it, it's when you go to say, hey, what can you give me, and I, what am I worth, and you know what I mean. My play on the field suggests that this is the category of what I need to be in. You know, listen, man. Right. Uh, it, it, it's I don't like it. That's why I was saying, and I was number one, biscuit Bruce. I can't stand it. To be yeah. honest with you, because I, I, I like. I mean, I love my school. I love University of South Carolina. I love Alabama because that's where Christian went. I love what Nick Saban did. I saw the did. I saw the process. I met so many great people. I'm always having lifelong friends. I, the kids, his teammates that I got to know, you know, be like my little nephews to, you know, all of that stuff. And you go now and you'd be like, none of this stuff matters anymore. No. And Nobody I'll cares. tell you this, I, I, I never thought much, to be totally honest with you, I, I never even thought about South Carolina much, but when we went to that game up there and we met you in that restaurant and yeah. you, you were so kind to come over and talk to us for a while and you had your South Carolina suit on, your Alabama hat, and, you know, we thought you was all confused. Little did we know you were Christian's dad. <laughs> you walked in the door and first thing I said is, man, I wonder what NFL team this guy played for. So yeah. the second thought was, He's a little confused. We're all sitting here in Alabama here. <laughs> he got a South Carolina suit on and an Alabama hat. And that's, I don't know if you remember, but that's exactly yep. what I said to you. I said, sir, are you confused? And you said, no, nope, I remember. My son, nope. my son plays at Alabama. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I have, yeah, I have, I have kept up with South Carolina more since then than I ever have. So I'm an Alabama fan, but I do watch what South Carolina does now simply because of you and your graciousness on that trip. But college football is 
Yeah, I mean, uh, both of you, just just two of the finest people. I, I haven't met Christian in person yet, but, you know, listening to you on the radio and your morals and, and what you talk about, and, and that's what we need. We, we need more people who stand up for what they believe in, but still talk about football with knowledge. And Always it's great. Fun. I don't get to, yeah, I don't get to call as much, but I, I listen uh, quite often. I, I don't get to call Ryan like I used to, but I listen to his show a lot, too. Ryan and I have lunch quite Ryan often. good people. Oh, yeah. Really great yeah, dude, man. Great guy. And I just, you know, I I don't know. I I, I personally like to hire, the hire. And the way I feel about Caleb Downs and T-Rob is this. Look, if, if you're trying to force a coach, into hiring you to keep a player, that's 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 the wrong way to go about it. I mean, yeah. you you should let your work and your your own personal uh, resume get you hired, not because you're affiliated with one or two players. And you know, I don't I don't know if he used that or not, or or if it was. I don't and, I don't think I, so. I, I, I think that's I more of a, so a narrative, honestly, because I, I don't know yeah. uh, who in their right mind would would hire a guy for a defensive coordinator position just for one person. I mean, as great as Caleb Downs is, I I think that's more so a narrative that the media has created. Now, obviously would it help and assist, you know, and and assist with keeping, uh, you know, certain guys on the roster? Absolutely. But is T Rob also a phenomenal football coach that has sec ties and has experience being a coordinator in the sec? Absolutely. So I think it's just a combination of things. I I think, I think it's a lot of rumor and, and mouth talk and, uh, first of all, as great as Caleb Downs played this year, uh, he can't play the other ten positions by himself. Correct. So it takes eleven to play to make a team sport. So yeah. if you lose one man because one coach don't come here, then so mode it be, you go on. But the main thing I'm looking forward to is this hat we're gonna get for waiting so long. So when when do we pick this hat up? You're, <laughs> you're promising out, Christian. So. Oh, oh, the one that I promised to KJ. I I guess yeah. I guess I owe give you Noah, one. Give Noah Haynes your address. Give me your address. Yeah, we'll yeah. Sure you you, you hit the hour mark too. So I guess I owe you one. So dang it, now I owe two hats. So you hit the hour mark just by two minutes. So I'll get you one too, Look, Biscuit. So do you do you work out of the Tuscaloosa station down here? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the studio right now. If you, you can check us out on our live stream, you see me in the Tuscaloosa studio. YouTube, you Tuscaloosa can see watching that person. Yeah, you can, you you, you, you can watch me sit in this fine it. chair in the uh, Tuscaloosa studio right now. Uh, look, guys, I love both of you. I'm 67 years old. Uh, I have a smartphone, but that's as far as it goes. I don't snap <laughs> blue. I don't snap that. I, I, I don't do twit me, Venmo, <laughs> PayPal. Uh, uh, when it comes to that, I'm out. Because Ryan Fowler, for five years, has been trying to get me. Bruce, you got to get on Twitter, man. Everybody's asking about I, I don't tweet. I don't do none of that. So I just have to meet you at the studio and meet you in person and get my hat person to person. There you go. There you well, go. come by here. Go sit in the studio, Biscuit Bruce. Yeah, we, we, we got to make you Yeah, Love y'all. I love the show. Uh, I'm happy for your promotion and look forward to hearing you for a long, long time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so good. much, hey, Bruce. Bruce. Thank you so much, brother. Remember this, guys. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide Roll. We with that. We we going to never forget that one. That's for sure. Can't forget that one. Uh, Caleb Bruce. I mean, Caleb, Caleb, Bruce. <laughs> Caleb Williams. It says, okay, he's now entering the NFL draft. So he was questioning about not 
Chicago's going to have that pick. He, they want to go to Chicago. I mean, no, he's, uh, can people just be saying, happy okay. that they're probably going to be the number one pick? I mean, I get it. What's so, football uh, turn into? That's what, what I'm what saying. That's ridiculous. I mean, I, I, mean I, this I, I, all this stuff makes me mad. It, it pees me off. It does. I mean, what do you mean? What, what happened to man? God, just give me a chance. God, I mean, to get to the NFL, you just don't get there. Less than 1%. And we got these knuckleheads. I mean, I don't <laughs> get it, man. Let's go to the break. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls. Wow. Trust your tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy and much colder periods of freezing rain this afternoon and tonight that will likely lead to some icy driving conditions. By tomorrow morning, we're expecting upper teens around 19. Tomorrow becoming partly sunny, we stay below freezing all day, the high 27. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Hey, yo, yo, y'all can't stand right here. In his right hand was your man's worst nightmare. Edge, 148 on the Dow. Don't forget, today, a doubleheader NFL playoff action continues. Uh, the Steelers will take on the Buffalo Bills. That game is in Buffalo. Of course, got pushed back because of the wintry weather. Snow, they probably still shivering. Uh, they call it shivering or shoving or whatever you call the right word is. Uh, that, that snow and ice. Eagles, Buccaneers also played tonight, 8-15. That game, ABC, ESPN. So we got some NFL football uh, that will continue as a doubleheader on this Monday night. T-Rob is going to stay at Georgia, who will be the next D.C. for Bama. We don't know. We'll definitely keep our eye. That's going to be the next big topic of conversation uh, coming up to see who is that guy going to be uh, for Kalen DeBoer. Uh, so uh, we'll definitely be talking more about that uh, on the show tomorrow. We'll put our fillers out there, see what we hear, what we know, what we can come up with. There's going to be a ton of names, uh, Christian, as you know. Uh, but we'll do our best to kind of look at maybe who may be the best fit. What does Kayla DeBoer need to do uh, in hiring that position? It's going to be crucial uh, when you got a lot of defensive players still on the fence right now for Alabama. One is Caleb Downs, you know, so that's the other uh, big attention getter, what would he do? He hadn't said anything. I know Jaheel Campbell just put on X that he's always crimson tied, so he's staying. So you got some leaders of the defense that are staying around and going to rock with uh, Kalen DeBoer. Uh, what will Caleb Downs do from Georgia, one of the best freshmen in America? What will he do? Will he follow T-Rod? Will he stay? What's the best? I know as fans, we say stay here. Stay at Alabama. We know that. But for him, we know money is going to be a big player, something that's driving me nuts uh, with college football right now today. Um, here's what Alabama need to do real quick. It's our final segment before uh, we move on. But if I'm the Alabama, if I'm a booster of Alabama, if I'm even Nick Saban, pay the man. Pay the man. Go ahead and just load up the bank account. Give him a Lambo. Whatever you got to do. I mean, today he might need one of them G-Wagons with snow coming through and freezing rain. But mm. listen, load this. Don't even wait. If I'm Alabama right now, I know what's happening. Right? You should know. You should know. You should have an ear to what's happening in that locker room. I'm loading them up with cash. 
I'm giving them what it needs to drive. Mama them need a place, a condo right across the street so they ain't got, they can do the tailgate, walk to, whatever. This is what you have to do, unfortunately, if you want to keep said player. In this case, Caleb Downs. You better go ahead and do it right now. Greg Byrne, if you listen on the show on uh, YouTube or on the Tide 100, listen, brother man, listen to me. Pay the man. Mm. If you want to be in the game, pay not just him, pay Bill Rowe. Pay everybody you need to pay. Well, because if you give these 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 sharks, these Kirby Smart, Steve Sarkeesian, yeah. Shark Keesian, let's call him this. Steve Shark Keesian. Like that. Lane nice. Kiffin, Dan Lanning, these dudes, Florida State, Mike Norvell. If you sit sit back with your hands in your pockets, you lose. Mm. What they say, you snooze, you're going to lose. And if, if I mean, I work with the portal. Many of you may not know that. If you just hear me say this, not the portal, but I work with collectives and NIL. I understand. If you sit back with your hands in your pockets and you're not raising the cash that you can pay these dudes, you're not going to be competing. You're not going to win any championship. That's that's fair, but and, but I would I would limit it only to guys that I feel. Look, look. Here's my thing. Yeah, I'm not against that. I think you do need to obviously. Just like Greg Burns says, you don't have to to like it, love it. You could even hate it, but that's not important. What's important is that you adjust and adapt because that's the world we live in. So it doesn't matter right. your feelings on it. You have to. But here, here's my thing. A guy like Caleb, you know, he's a good, good kid. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed, but let's just be honest, man. And I want to try to hurry up so I can get to maybe at least one more call before we get out of here. We only got like three or four minutes. But look, guys like, like Nye, Black, Nye Black and Bond, look, am I mad at him? No, man. And I hear a bunch of people, even people – doing interviews saying, you know, like you can hear their, their personal feelings. They're frustrated. I'm not going to be mad at guys like that. Like if I'll give you an example, Bond. Yeah. He obviously had, you know, reasons you see the Lambo and you talk about his brand. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's common. Business man. Listen, people already know that, that he respects his brand. He's looking at that opportunity, but also I'm going to call a spade a spade, man. Playing with a dual threat quarterback and a guy like Jay Miller, who's still kind of working on his vision and seeing the field, getting the ball out and dispersing that. Sometimes receivers can feel like there might be some opportunities elsewhere, and people might not want to hear that. I love Jalen Miller, but that's just a fact. I played with a guy named Jalen Hurts, who was known for tucking and running, right? And I'll be honest, there were some rumblings in the locker room at times where some receivers were a little frustrated that the ball wasn't coming their way. So if we're calling a spade a spade and we're being honest here, th there is some truth to him probably feeling that he might actually benefit from playing with a guy like Quinn Ewers having Sarkeesian there. I understand Absolutely. You know, DeBoer and Grubb coming in, but if he felt that he's going to get more looks and have more opportunities, so be it. If he wanted to chase money, so be it. That's his choice. Now, on the flip side, this is what you guys are going to actually want to hear. If guys want to leave, leave, right? I would rather have a bunch of guys that want to be here, want to play for this brand, want to play at Alabama, these younger guys, these hungry guys, these eager guys. I'd have rather have a bunch of them than some of these other guys that might be good football players, but they end up being cancers to your football team because that, that type of mentality, that selfish mentality, trickles down to the younger players. So Amen. if they want to leave, let them leave. You wanted to talk some NFL here. I'll give you about 30 seconds of it. If you guys watched the Rams last night, they have a rookie on their team that, known as Puka Nakua, right? He's a Polynesian guy, drafted like in the sixth round. Not the greatest athlete, not the fastest guy, but he works his tail off. And that dude had, went from like a buck one, like a buck eighty last night, in a touchdown or two. And he's been doing that consistently. One of the best receivers in the NFL because he works his tail off. He's a fundamental uh, guy. He 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 does all the right things. Give me a team full of pukas, right? 
over, you know, the guy that I'm not, not trying to knock Bond, but like, you know, if that's his mindset, that's great. But I'll take three Puka Nakua's over, over that any day. But I just wanted yeah. to say that real quick. Uh, Donnie, really, you're, you're spot on. Yeah, spot yeah. On. So, so real quick, we got maybe two minutes. Let's get. Uh, Let's knock him out. Give him 30, 30 seconds. Yeah, on you the got about 30 seconds. Role. I hate to hate to get, cut you guys short, but we've had a lot going on in the show. Denon, welcome into the show, man. Appreciate you checking in with the Miller's Edge. Do we still have you? Might have lost him. We'll, uh, you can circle back tomorrow for sure, man. I'd love to have you call back. We'll go to Tom. Tom, thanks for patiently waiting. I think you were waiting for a long time, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, I wanted to talk about the defense. You know, the last couple of years, I have been so disappointed in the play of our defense that I, I say let all those guys over there on that side of the ball go and, and start over. Uh We've got talent over there, but uh, our coaching just hadn't been what I think it should be. And here's my here's my case in point. When Coach Saban on his exit interview with Reese Davis, he was talking to him. He said, you know, this year has been a real energy drain on me because of where we started from and where we ended up. Right. It really drained my energy. But he said, nothing drained my energy like having to spend more time than I thought I needed to or should with the defensive side of the ball. Right. Inside defensive coaches, kiss our ass and hit the road. Let's get some more over there that can play defensive line. Defensive line's been pathetic for three years. Well, definitely, yeah, I mean, definitely going to have to uh, get some guys in there, and, and and I definitely, you know, feel that we, we definitely can play a little bit better in some areas on defense. But, Tom, we're running low on time. We got to get out of here and make way for Ryan Fowler, who's making his way into the studio. But appreciate you waiting uh, so patiently on the phone lines. We'll make sure that we give you some more time tomorrow. But uh, thank you for everybody calling in, tuning in to our first uh, show with the new schedule, man. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it, man, for uh, for all the support and the listeners, uh, both on YouTube and right here on Title 9.9. We'll be back again tomorrow at 12 uh, Central Time. Again, you've been listening to The Miller's Edge right here on Tide 100.9, 1230 AM WTVC, and our YouTube channel at The Miller's Edge. Uh, we are presented by the Good Feet Store, America's art support experts. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You've been listening to The Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily. Let's